Hey guys, this is Wally, and you're listening to the Wally McWalterson Show, a podcast pretty much about nothing. Nothing. I think I need a marketing team. All right, let's go. Hey guys, well, welcome. This is Wally, and welcome to the <laughs> the Wally McWalterson Show. Now, for those old fans back in the days, we used to have a podcast back in 2011, I believe. Uh, it was the Fisher Wally Show. It was pretty much a time when podcasts were not podcasts, and we were the pioneers of podcasts. I like to think that. I don't think that's true. I think well, we were the very one of the very few, but. It wasn't overwhelmed as it is now with so many podcasts. So I, I do like to think we kind of were one of the first ones. In retrospect to that, I missed that show. I mean, we used to get hammered on the air. We used to get really drunk. We used to invite friends over uh, to drink with us, and we would interview them. Uh, it was always a shit show, but it was so much fun. I'll never forget that St. Patrick's Day uh, episode. That was fun. We just took the radio show to a bar. <laughs> Oh, the good old days. I hope we never get sued for that. But before I start this show, I would like to give special thanks to Complicated Animals for the theme song. Uh, You can check them out on iTunes, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. Those guys are all over the map. Speaking of map, their theme song, Roadmap, is on this uh, podcast. And they're good friends of mine. They've always given me their support. And uh, you should check them out. They're a fun band to listen to. Very easy going and uh especially in your, if you're in california check them out napa valley boom check them out again check them out and my other big thanks i gotta thank fish this episode is dedicated to fish he's one of my best friends like a brother really he's the reason why i have a sense of humor and became a musician so um a lot of my creative process came through him so i like to thank him so much for that so he is here in spirit. Uh, no, he's alive, guys. He's very much alive. I just like to pretend his spirit is here, even though his actual spirit is probably in Florida. Yes. Thank you, Fish. Thank you, Fish. Enough said. Enough talking. Yabber, yabbering, yibberish. Uh, let's get to it. I'm excited. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, my first guests. I can't believe I have them. They're one of the most busiest people in the world. I love them to death. Those two are like the two-headed monsters. Um, I've seen them many times. They're one of my good friends, and I love them to death. And I can't believe I'm so excited to have them on my first episode of this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, Monica and Chad from Complicated Animals. Hey, how's it going? Hey, guys. (laughs) Hi. A little bit more enthusiastic, guys. Come on. <laughs> Hello. I should have gave you guys a better intro. I apologize. <laughs> that was good. Uh, by the way, thank you for um, your help with my equipment. I don't think I would have gotten through without you guys. Oh, of course. So, no problem. I mean, Any uh, equipment problems, come yeah. to us. <laughs> I th- you, you text me this. You're like, hey, listen, uh, we're your IT too. So, you know, if you need anything, <laughs> let me know. Yep, Chad's a... You got a problem, I'll figure it out. (laughs) See a guy about a guy, man. I love the way how Chad says it's so, like, cool. Like, you got a problem, 
We'll figure it out, man, together. All right, so where are you guys at right now? First of all, you know, we're all going through um, this whole nonsense of 2020, but um, that's what I'm just going to call it. I'm going to call it nonsense. Mm-hmm. I'm not even going to call it COVID, just nonsense. No, it should be like the upside down, like Ooh, Stranger maybe. Things, right? Yeah, yeah. This year, maybe next year, we'll be, hopefully we're hoping that's going to be right side up, 2021. Or at least hopefully. back into motion. <laughs> exactly. Regular. Something, yeah. Yeah, so right now we're, um, we're home. We're in the, we live in the Napa Valley in uh, a town called Yauntville. Um, Is that why you have this... like five bottles of wine right behind you? <laughs> Don't tell them about my hoard, please. <laughs> I heard about hoarders with stuff, <laughs> but you guys have wine. Yeah, that's one of the only things we pretty much have been collecting uh, since moving here. <laughs> yeah. It's, it was kind of an easy thing to start collecting because uh, we play at a lot of, of the wine bars around. And uh, sometimes people are, they'll want to be a little cheap and they'll be like, oh, can we uh, compensate you, you know, with partial payment in a case of wine? I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> twist my arm. So they're saying, you know, some payments and also, you know, alcoholism. Yeah, uh, no, but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's been a great arrangement. Yeah, we try not to go overboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I remember the last time I've seen you guys, oh God, it was a long time ago. I mean... I know. Well, it was in LA. LA. Actually, Universal Studio area. It was. It was two. Uh, um, it's probably like a year and a half or two years ago. Uh, it was probably at um, the Tuning Fork in yes. uh, Studio City yes. on Ventura. Yes. Ventura. Yeah. On Ventura. Yeah. But, so yeah, I remember that. I went there. I was so excited because I was living in Los Angeles at the time. Mm-hmm. Us too. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys were not in LA. You were more outside. Uh, we were just outside in South Pasadena. Let me tell you about the, the, the time I went to visit you guys. Mm-hmm. I remember taking the train oh, to yeah. Pasadena. I remember thinking it's like the, very, the, the most nicest town in the world. Mm-hmm. And I just thought, all right, you know what? I guess they, they made it. They made it. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, that was such a nice town, South Pasadena. Uh, that's where they, they film a lot of movies there. Trying to remember what movie specifically. Well, um, Lady Bird. Oh yeah, yeah. They filmed, but there's so many other movies. They they use that town specifically for um, in Pasadena in general, for uh, for like movies. Pleasantville sort Pleasantville's, of stuff. Anything <laughs> oh, that's supposed to look like so you know the perfect American little town. Yep. That the streets there are all perfectly manicured and it's it's yeah it's we did like living there a lot actually. Uh, so you guys gave that place up, obviously. Yeah, we gave that place because like, um, we were living in LA, but we felt like we were tr- we started touring quite a bit, and then every time we'd come up here, it just seemed like work was kind of uh, like our our music was somehow like really appreciated up here, and um, not that it wasn't down there, but even more so, like we were getting like we play a show, and then someone would say, "What are you guys doing next week?" or the week after that. Yeah. So it started being that we just started getting more things around here, and um, it feels like there's a real appreciation for the arts too up here. Like everyone's totally into the whole winemaking thing and I mean it's and culinary seen, seen and as an art yeah. Yeah, and home like brewing and uh you know everything it's just kind of like it yeah instead of the industry which we like the music industry but we prefer the living amongst the artistry instead of the industry and going there experience that and then leave a little bit well I feel like we need to change the scenery every once in a while I think yeah. that's what ends up happening especially you because you I me mean, I feel like I'm wanna, a nomad like, travel and see different things but uh, you know, I'm not against it either because I think it's cool to be in a new city, kind of explore something new and then change it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Well, just, I mean, that's the thing about, you know, being a musician. You have to constantly change it, too. Yeah. You get bored. You need some inspiration and all that. Uh, I remember, correct me if I'm wrong, and we went to the liquor store that night, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we did. I felt like something happened. Do you, do you think something happened? Like, yeah, I'm wondering I, what. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I know we drank a lot. <laughs> but, like, <laughs> did I meet a cop? I felt like I met some kind of cop or something. Or Maybe you got amnesia, and now you're living somebody else's life because you didn't remember who you were. <laughs> really, you're somebody else. Monica, I told you not to talk about my new screenplay. <laughs> exactly. It's coming out, please. Um, so, <laughs> so, you guys, like, call yourselves... How do you describe your music? How do, what, like, what's the genre? Yeah, so um, I grew up back and forth between Brazil and uh, the United States. So I was really influenced by Bossa Nova, um, which I grew, you know, was always, like, always gravitated to that. And then I feel like Chad was also influenced by a lot of Latin music and both of us from music all over the world. And uh, we kind of put our styles together when we met. And then we thought that the Indie Nova kind of fit the genre you know, trying to invent something. Because people are like, what, what's your, what do you guys call your genre? Like, what are you guys, like blues or rock or what? You know, and then, so I'm like, it's kind of like indie Nova, like indie music mixed with uh, bossa Nova, like a modern take on it, but still with a vintage feel. So that's, that's the thing. Like, I was trying to, you know, I remember at a time when I was living in Miami, and I think that's when we first met. And um, when I was trying to invite friends or the, and trying to describe your style of music, I didn't, I, I was just like indie Indie music, nice, soft, makes you dance. You feel good, drink a little. That's how I described yeah. it. Mm-hmm. That's probably our biggest problem. I, I think we like so many different styles of music that it's hard to really pinpoint for us. But we've tried to, we've tried to narrow it down to you know something, you know. But I, I feel like it's it really is the the whole Brazilian background that she has. I think that really inspired something for. Uh, both of us with you know bossa nova and all all those especially like all the old 60s bossa nova things you know just like i, I don't know and then French. and then just taking like a new take on it oh yeah so there's this one song uh what is it called it's a uh, uh, a key uh, it's, key yes so it reminds me of being in paris Mm-hmm. But it has that Brazilian feel, which I oh, love. Oh, yeah. It's so beautiful. Yeah. No, I love, uh, we, we uh, like, both listen to a lot of, like, French uh, pop or French New That's Wave. Uh, like, from, you know, French pop from the 60s and, you know, 50s, Well, 60s. in the 60s, the, the French were doing a lot of, like, bossa nova-esque yeah. stuff. It's like Brigitte Bardot. Um, they were drinking actress. a lot of wine. Yes. <laughs> exactly. Actress. Like and by the way, Bardot. I want to I tell the audience that we are drinking wine. So I'm only so drinking far. wine because I want to drink with my guests usually. Mm-hmm. Drink. You guys always drink wine. Mm-hmm. It's we do love wine. And that, that was another reason for our move here. We've always loved wine and had a passion for it. And I feel like coming It feels here, like it goes right with our music, too. And our honestly. vibes, honestly. And then, <laughs> and then our whole lives. <laughs> and then it just seems stupid almost that, you know, we hadn't really spent much time in like the Napa Valley. Yeah. That should be like the Rick Nielsen of instead of him throwing picks, Chad, you should just throw like little wine bottles. <laughs> I know. Those went from like the, uh, like when you're at a high end uh, hotel, you just get out of the, uh, yeah, that's, the that's, that's, mini bar. The, the, mini <laughs> <wine>. the breaking. <laughs> I picture people cutting their feet if they've opened no shoes and you're like, oh God. And that's what Jesus. makes you guys rock and roll. Yes. 
That's what makes this little little edge. Gives us our edge, our bossa nova edge. edge. Show me is one of my favorite. I don't, you know, I don't know. uh, I was going to say, I don't know if you heard of it, but obviously. (laughs) Wait, what? Show me. This wine really tastes good. Um, uh, Show me the complicated, from complicated animals. Oh, thanks. Yeah, that that was like, um, that was kind of a little, we went in a little different direction with that song. More uh, 80s inspired and, uh, yeah. yeah, and then the video. <laughs> I think complicated animals. The video, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, the video. Thanks. Thank you. Yeah, we we uh, filmed that over the course of like three or four days in our apartment um, when we were living in uh, South Pasadena. I was thinking. Um, I, I had one issue with the video. Uh, we're friends, so we could share stuff. You know. Okay. Yeah, so, <laughs> Chad's like, oh shit. Um, but oh, by the way, we can curse on this podcast, guys. Oh, good. We, yeah. So feel free to fucking talk. Okay. Okay. Uh, or a curse. Fuck yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll try it out. I'll try it out. For the first time. Cursing virgin, so he's going to have to. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, is like, that is like the nicest guy in music. I've never met anyone who can play musical instruments and have the nicest attitude out of any anyone. I mean, he's like Mr. Rogers, <laughs> yes. <or> a guitarist. <laughs> yeah, I need some more uh, cardigans. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, I think. <laughs> okay, Chad, you got to go do something like hard edge next. <laughs> you gotta smash your guitar at the end of the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll pick one. I'll pick smash. One. <laughs> so my issue with uh, Show Me is, you should have warned me. I should have done some acid. Oh, yeah. With the video. <laughs> I mean, I need, that's a beautiful song to do acid to. Mm-hmm. And I hope, you know, I, I don't think we have any 12 year olds uh, listening, <laughs> but yeah, exactly. I don't think we have anybody right now because it's the first podcast. <laughs> we will, but guys. hopefully soon. We will. <laughs> You're telling me there's a You'll chance. You'll have to invite us back once you have an audience. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they can, my plan is I'm going to bring back this uh, recording. So now, that was what? funny because people were asking us actually, is that real acid that you guys are doing on the on the video <laughs> and everything? And we we made like a bunch of props. We made well, not everything was a prop. Okay, truth be told, uh, the the drinks were real. The, uh, what else we have? A little weed and stuff. But that, the marijuana was real. <laughs> the marijuana was real. <laughs> so we just made some fake acid and pretended to take it on the video, and then guys, people asked um, us, is that real acid? And I wouldn't have been able to shoot the video if, if I was on that. <laughs> I was tripping, man. Sorry. I'm thinking yes. you guys are not a part of the union, right? Oh, a Screen Actors Guild or no? Yeah. No, we're not. I should have said that, the SAG. That's why you were able to have real weed and real... No, yeah. that We found that was funny, though, because when we tried to market the video, uh, I think Chad ran into oh, yeah. a problem you, you with... Can't, you can't advertise it. Really. You can't advertise it. <laughs> why? It has to be like on the DL because drugs are involved in it. We're like, crap, we can't market our video. <laughs> Like things you don't think of when you're just having fun. <laughs> I love that video, by the way. I love, I love that song. I mean, that song is so beautiful. Um, thank you. It's very. Uh, no, I don't. You don't need to thank me. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take it back. Uh, we'll t- <laughs> <laughs> Damn it! But it, it's different from the other song. No, we have a lot. I feel like we have a lot of those type of things bottled up inside, man. <laughs> the rebel. Well, I feel like she writes a lot of different styles, so sometimes it it might be something like that, and then and then I'm like, you know, when I really hear the song and I think about like what does that sound like, is you know, 
how, how should I actually produce that? You know, it's just like, I can't picture that being any other way, that song, you know? So yeah. sometimes they'll just follow that. That's interesting. So I was actually going to ask you about that, your uh, writing process between the both of you, because I feel like you guys are two different people in a sense, mm-hmm. but you guys find a medium in which is collaborating in music, which is kind of beautiful. It's lovely. So I wonder how, what's your process, Chad, when you... Um, Have you ever felt a moment where you couldn't figure out what you wanted to play or produce for her? Have you ever, like, struggled through a moment with that? Yeah, I mean, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say most of it's a struggle. But, you know, you you get those magic moments, too. I mean, sometimes, like, it'll be a song, you know, and I I can envision the whole thing, you know, right in front of me. and And then it's just about finishing that thing. And then other times it's like you have to work on it and work on it and change it and rewrite it. And it really depends on the song, though. So, Monica, what about you, though? What's your uh, you ever have a frustrated moment with Chad? Well, maybe sometimes when I feel like I I feel like can't you see like I'll feel like it's so plain as day as how I feel like the song could be should be done. And then he's not seeing it the same way. So I'm like, okay. what? Don't you hear that this could be like this, you know? I do try and get her to uh, think about, like, describing what she has in her head more. Because sometimes she'll have something in her head and then, uh, like, can't quite describe what it is. Yeah. And it's like, you got to be able to <laughs> tell me a beat or whatever. Like, for instance, I mean, she, she'll uh, hardly think of uh, rhythms, really. And sometimes that's what I need to... Like, I think in me- more terms of, I guess, melody, or I'm, I'm super, like, an artsy person, so I think in, like, language. Yeah, she's more melodic, melodic so, so I'll ask, like, how do you lyrics. want this structured as far as, like, a rhythm, and, you know, then it then it's, oh. like, <laughs> then, then it becomes <laughs> I'll difficult. be, like, not... When he does something, then I'll be, like, not that. <laughs> no, it's not that, but I know. I can't... Hang on, let me have a moment before I think about what it is, actually. But it is interesting, because some things just come, like I said, automatically and it just it feels right I can picture it she can picture it other things are like well how do you want that to be (laughs) you have to really figure it out (laughs) that's kind of so I you know I feel like that's every musician's kind of issue but it's usually like a four piece or a three Mm -hmm. or a five Mm -hmm. but I think between two it's all all or nothing you know it's like <laughs> is that our Cheers. time? All right, guys, uh, that's our time today. We are done. <laughs> I had this like thing. He was that was that your uh, your manager telling me? Uh, it's like the go- old fashioned like show or something like a gong show or something. The gong this show. is the modern day gong show. Guys, I get it. I get it. It's time get to it? wrap it up. <laughs> no. So okay. The first album, by the way, it's called, what is it, uh, Brasilissimo. Oh, Brasilissimo. <laughs> it's a word that um, kind of invented to mean uh, very Brazilian, because that album is very, very Brazilian. It has um, Bossa Nova, MPB, which is uh, popular Brazilian music, samba. A lot of the songs that, were, that are featured on that we wrote when we first met. When we were living in Chicago. That's right. You guys met through Chad's brother or something? Was that? Not through it. Um... Through Craigslist, actually, which is kind of a weird story. (laughs) Not through the casual encounters section or anywhere you might expect to find it, but the musician section. (laughs) Well, that's usually where I meet my um, (laughs) my sound guy. Um. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we met uh, through... But it was... No, that was a weird story because uh, the reason... The whole reason Chad moved to Chicago was because his cousin... That was a weird story. His cousin had, had broken up. His cousin's fiance 
See if anyone can follow this along. Uh, Chad's cousin. I'll fact check it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Chad's cousin's fiance one night asked him, hey, do you ever think about seeing other people? And he said, oh, I don't know, you know, not no, why? They're planning on getting married. So she said, well, I do. I'm, in fact, I think we should break up. I'm, I want to leave you for this drummer. Okay. And he said, what? Are you serious here? You're breaking up with me <laughs> for this drummer. And she said, yeah, yeah. And so then uh, come to find out. So steps on the road. This is this drummer that she left his cousin for was my drummer. My drummer that I had for years and years. I, was, I grew up in a family band. So it was my drummer in Michigan. My drummer in Chicago. <laughs> it went on and on. So she ended up leaving him for the chance to date this other guy that happened to be my drummer. And so Chad moved to Chicago because as when uh, his cousin and his fiance parted ways, their, the apartment became vacant. So there was space there. So his cousin said, hey, Chad, I know you've been wanting to move here. Move to Chicago. So that's why he moved to Chicago. Or he, that's, that was kind of like that he knew he wanted to move there, but that was the door or the, the gateway to moving there, right? Yeah, my cousin knew that I was, you know, I was just finishing high school and I was looking to get out in the world. So <laughs> you yeah. you're just finishing high school. Yeah. Yeah, basically. I'm not going to college. I'm going to join the complicated <laughs> animals band. <laughs> exactly. No, but I moved in. He knew I was looking to uh, do more with music and stuff. So I, I just needed to, you know, venture get out. out and yeah, just uh, to know. leave Florida where yeah. he's from. Yeah. It was funny because I, I heard this story uh, in L.A. with you guys. And uh, was it there? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I heard it then. Because mm-hmm. we got deep. We, like, shared some stories. We go deep, deep cuts <laughs> with complicated animals. <laughs> and we didn't record. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, I remember hearing parts of that, and I thought, that is such a great story. But I totally forgot how... The whole Craigslist thing. I totally forgot about that. Yeah. Also, let me add this. This is, mm-hmm. folks, for anyone that talks about Craigslist, uh, this is before Craigslist was weird. You <laughs> yeah, know? Exactly. Like back in the days, it at least had some normalcy to it, you know? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, uh, you don't even touch it. <laughs> Yeah, Facebook. this is Craigslist. I don't know if they have the casual encounter section anymore. Do they? <laughs> do they? I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, haven't, I haven't looked in those. quite a while. <laughs> quite a while? What do you mean? What's the last? <laughs> you mean last week? Yeah. Was, uh, quite bad. a while. Interesting. Yeah. All right. <laughs> That's like last week. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where'd you get the Brasili? I can't even say Brasilissima. I know it's really hard. also. Did you ever think that your first album should be should have like thirty syllables? I mean. Uh, I guess it didn't cross my mind at the time. I was like, I'm going to challenge everybody to our first. Um, a tongue we twister. Like to, we like to confuse and bewilder everyone with everything that we do. Yeah, we like to make it massively confusing so it's like very difficult to follow along with. So that's, our, like, that's our biggest problem. You guys are like, let's not stop at the genre. Let's not stop at the genre. Let's do the album name too. Very confusing. Like, we want... We don't want anyone to be able to tell their friend, like, we like this album that, uh, you know, we, we don't want them to be able to pronounce the name of the they album. They kind of rap, but not, you know, it, it's kind of country, but but not quite. You know, it's almost rock, but not oh, slightly off from rock. More of a, you know, emo, stare at your shoes kind of thing. We don't want to invite people to our shows. We just want them to walk in. Exactly. Randomly. 
That's the beauty of it. So they should be shocked <laughs> by the whole thing. Uh, I remember at one point in my life, I thought, oh, I should join that band. Like, mm-hmm. I've, I've always wanted to be the drummer for you guys. I know, that'd be awesome. I thought so, too. But I also thought, well, you know how, like, you ever saw the, the SNL skit where there's, like, more cowbell? Yeah. Chad would be screaming at me, oh, less no. drums, less <laughs> drums. No, nah, man, I'd love to have you in the, <laughs> the band. Maybe not this band, but I, I think we talked about we the last ideas. night that we hung out, though. I mean, it would be cool to do Try something out some stuff, different. yeah. Because yeah. it's always fun to try out different, you know, styles of uh, music. And, you know, we all have different personas and when it comes to music. I just thought, you know, like, I, that's how much I love you guys, man. I, Aww, I would love, love to. you too. Because there's only certain few people I want to play with because I'm very exclusive. I don't know if you guys know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's either Dave Grohl or nobody. I'm not playing. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I set my standards high, and if it ain't yeah. that. <laughs> Speaking of Dave Grohl, by the way, you guys just pulled out this Times Like These by the Foo Fighters uh, cover. Let me tell you this and this is from the bottom of my heart and the top of my head that that made no sense but um it did actually it actually did nice Thanks. <laughs> that meant it was spontaneous yet was deep nice. <laughs> marts he's wicked smart, smart. He's from boston so he's wicked smart <laughs> but uh, so I, i've seen a lot of covers on youtube and all that and i thought they're okay but when i heard you guys play it it was just beautiful and also, the way you guys finished, too. You, you didn't do, like, the end part. You just cut it at the right time because it was just perfect. You know, it's a combination of the guitars. Who, who's playing guitar, by the way? I'm joking. I obviously Chad. don't know. <laughs> Come on, Monica. I don't even know why you had to answer that. <laughs> I know. Well, I was pointing, but if, if that's just audio, I didn't this know. This is audio, yes. I was doing. <laughs> no one will see this. And no one will see how much we're drinking, too. I had a double IPA before this bottle of wine. Mm. I'm supposed to be more professional and not Mm -hmm. drink on my first podcast. I'll drink on the air, but I won't drink before that. But, you know, I went out for a little bit and uh, I got excited, I guess. And I just had a couple and uh, here I am. Yay. So back to times like these. How did that come about? What was the decision? Like, how did you guys like decide? Let's do the Foo Fighters. Ah, so we originally... Um, I love how you said, ah. Ah. <laughs> so like, like, a, like a light bulb went over my head. She <laughs> yeah. has an answer for this. I have an answer for this. Ah. Oh, no. Oh, well, uh, originally, actually, we really liked this song, and we were thinking, like, this is such a great song because of the... Um, I mean, we just felt like the lyrical content was so strong to what's going on this year. I mean, 2020 has been a fucking the roller best, coaster. Right? And, oh, yeah, yeah, the worst, yeah, sorry. It's been the craziest, and uh, we just felt like it was so, uh, like the lyrics were so in line with the events of this year, and there's been so many, like, world-shifting, you know, major, like, shifting events this year, like the, you know, race, to do a race, and uh, the COVID, everything. It's all kind of coming to a head, and we felt like the lyrics were just, like, spot on. And we felt like we could, we wanted to kind of make it like a, like an intimate, tender take on it, on the song to kind beautiful. of beautiful. Oh, thank you. Uh, and oh yeah, so we collaborate on the video. You saw the video, right? Uh, like the animation. The animation thing. So that animation, yeah. That was cool too, because this this um, there's an artist um, named Carla Caprali, 
Uh, she's from Miami, or she's originally, Bra- she's Brazilian, but lives in Miami, and we had met her when we were there also. Well, you and know, it's uh, funny you say that because nobody, anybody from Miami is not from Miami. Exactly. So she had, she had reached out just after we'd recorded the song and she said, Hey, you, I, w- I was wondering if you guys would ever want to collaborate on something. We're like, yeah, we'd love to collaborate. And so we ended up, I told her, Hey, we just did this cover of the Foo Fighters, uh, times like these. And she said, Oh, I know, I know that song. I love it. And then, so we sent it to her and she said, I have, I have an idea for the video. And then I said, you know, uh, she said, do you have any ideas? I said, yeah, we Wait. would love to make this. She liked it. And then we ended up, uh, we, so we talked about how we wanted to kind of feature our, our like my vision and because our vision was really to feature like 2020 and all the ups and downs and I thought it'd be really cool to feature some of the the things we've all been through you know and um, so I feel like she did a really good job of capturing the vibe of that of the year and um, um, one of the reviews we got was that um, that the video like really and the song had a, like a uh, hop optimism like a hopeful optimism to it. And I feel like that was a really way to, good way to sum it up. Yeah, it was very, uh, I love the whole, everything just coming down properly, you know? Yeah. And, and it was kind of old school too. Yeah. Yeah. She, and she hand did it. Like each frame really? was done like and by hand. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. I'm like, oh, this is good. You know? Yeah. Granted it's computerized and uh, computer animation and they just put it together. Because, you know, that's what everyone does nowadays. Mm-hmm. I'm from the 90s, so, you know, we, uh, we do <laughs> animation. We do, like, uh, a, a, a notebook, and we, like, let it flip, you know. <laughs> now, those are cool. Flip books? I love yeah. those. Yeah. Those so are I don't amazing. even know how to say that. Um, yeah, I forgot <laughs> yeah. all about that, actually. Oh, no, that, remember, we've, oh, that was really cool. I like those flip books. Ooh, yeah. you know what? That could be a good idea for your next music video. I know, right? No one's just doing, like, a flip music video of you guys. Mm-hmm. That could be really cool. No, listen, I'm not just a pretty face or an alcoholic. <laughs> there are raging ideas there going are, behind this pretty yeah. exterior. There was this restaurant actually in yeah. uh, Jacksonville, Florida, and they mm-hmm. they were clever. They had like uh, in the corner of the menu. I think it was the drink menu because it had like right. a lot of pages. And when you flipped it, there was like this little flip book of this penguin moving or something mm-hmm. in the corner. I thought that was really clever. Most people didn't realize it was there, but we did. <laughs> We, we did all right. It was fun. <laughs> but we figured it out. <laughs> they probably they give you so wait, how big is this book though? I mean, is it like really Oh, it was a good oh. size like book of cocktails and wine list. Everything was in so this wait, little you flip binder. the cocktail book and you see a paint. <laughs> yeah. The pink one would move corner, like, like <laughs> next to the page number if there is a page number. <laughs> yeah. So we don't know so, if there's a page number cuz we got too drunk know. that night. I don't remember. <laughs> the waitress is probably like, "Can I take the menu from you?" No. <laughs> Hell no. Uh, I'm waiting to see another happens. drink. Where's chapter two, man? <laughs> Where's the sequel? Yeah, exactly. So I do love the uh, the whole uh, animation thing from your. Uh, what was her name again? Uh, Carla Caprali. Carla, are you sure she's not Italian? Yeah. Well, I think she might be Italian descent. I feel like Brazil's such a melting pot that. Yes, it is. Well, the whole yeah. South America is, you know, a yeah. lot of a lot of conquering. A lot of conquering. A lot of conquering by the uh, Spaniards and Europe and, and Portuguese. Yeah, Antarctica. I think conquered. I'm joking. I made that up. <laughs> I like to. I like to throw in fake uh, history. I think people like alternative facts these days, so we can we can give them some yeah, right now. You might get some other listeners. You know, Nineteen. Like Look at you. You guys have a pup right next to you. He's I like. Know. 
Well, this Hopper, is the right? part of the complicated animals uh, name. One uh, reason for our name was that, you know, people are human or human beings are complicated animals. And then also uh, we have four pets. So we have two dogs and two cats. And uh, one of our dogs is lying between us right now. Her name's Hopper. And we adopted her during this whole, this 2020 madness. Um, she's a year old right now. She's a Jack Russell man. She's very calm for a one-year-old. Yeah, that's because of uh, a dog park trip earlier today. <laughs> no, because my dog is like 12 weeks and he's like, if I had to describe him in a band, he's the drummer. He's just yeah. hyper. No, yeah, she she has a lot of energy too. I think like she's more chill when she's just... She at- does. She has tons of energy actually, but... Oh, okay. Uh, What's that picture behind you guys? I see like some colorful. Oh yeah, so let me yeah. see what we got. Oh, this thing's a parrot. Can you see that? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, I, that's no, the I one. Just, like the end tail of it. The. Uh... Oh yeah, grab it. That's like yeah, that's from Brazil actually. That's um something I got like years ago. It's a like a picture of a toucan and uh, and a parrot. You know, you could have just put up the Fruit Loops cereal box. Exactly. Yeah. It would have been the I same thing. <laughs> been exactly the same thing. <laughs> this right here. You can see that this is um, this is a picture of uh, what it looks like off my balcony in Brazil. That's really? what I like. Yeah, when I wake up in the morning, that's my my apartment in Brazil is in the center of the city. So you come out and there's like this cool park around it um, with all these mango trees. It's the town uh, that my mom's from is uh, called the city of the man- like mangoes. They're these so- gigantic mango trees, and then that's like right off of my balcony. Just so the people know, what I'm looking at is uh, most people like to take a picture of an ocean. She has, <laughs> Not here. She has traffic. A, she has a parking lot and a couple of mango trees. No. Just so the people get to, get to see, okay? <laughs> this, is, this is her art, folks. This is my version, guys. Don't, don't begrudge me this. What's the one in between. What's the one in I between? love the ocean too. Like, actually, no, it's cool because uh, the the Amazon River is like right down the street from this. Yeah. So I'm gonna get a little personal with you guys. Are there any musicians? <laughs> yeah, uh, your dad. He's a musician. Yeah, my dad. Uh, yeah, I always grew up hearing him play guitar, sing songs, you know, Beatles songs, Neil Young songs. Yeah. By the way, I I gotta say this. I, you know how you get caught up in your own kind of world of. Uh, bands and music that you forget about other bands, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, you know, like Dave Grohl, which is like my rock god. Everybody knows that. I think I have a na- naked poster in my room somewhere. But, <laughs> Wait, why is uh, it on the ceiling? Whoa, wait. It's <laughs> up there. Uh, well, because, you know, I go to sleep to it. Yeah, exactly. And I close my eyes and then I wake up to it. You know? That's really weird, dude. You didn't have to show us the picture. <laughs> You know you like it, Chad. You know you like it. Aww. Uh, but so, so Dave Grohl, like, he got me, I don't know if you ever saw this documentary with uh, Sound City, and uh, it's a beautiful documentary because he it talks about the die in one of the best uh, studios in Los Angeles that died out because, you know, uh, digital, Pro Tools and all that. So that changed the whole analog music. And the Foo Fighters still record their music through analog, which is pretty badass. I love it. Oh, that. that's so cool. Yeah. I didn't know and, that. And they bought this, like, Neve console, which there is... There he has a nice, nice <gasps> studio. Oh, that, we're, that. we're so into that kind of stuff. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so if you love a band or you love a musician, you've got to find out who their influences are 
and you realize oh, yeah, I do that all the time. You gotta... It goes back and back. And it goes back to the Beatles, which you just mentioned the Beatles. It always goes back to the Beatles. Mm-hmm. For some reason. Yeah. Every musician loves the Beatles. Yeah. yeah. I feel like it's cool. Even like, I feel like we'll like let, figure out who the Beatles are influenced by. Even like they were influenced by yeah. a lot of like a they ripped so black much stuff soul. Off. Kind of, uh, right? I think. Like, a lot of like blues and mm-hmm. uh, yeah. New Orleans jazz. Well, no, Zeppelin was New Orleans jazz. John Bonham, uh, I don't know if you guys know him, but he's the drummer yeah, from yeah. Led Zeppelin. Um, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, being sarcastic. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you know him. knows John Bonham. Um, but, yeah. But he learned how to play drums with this band called, oh, God, it's in New Orleans. Uh, uh, Ziggy something, that's his Modest. Uh, but he was like a jazz drummer and yeah. could play both hands equally the same, you know? So there's, it always goes back to like American, uh, you know, blues and jazz. That's the thing that kind of always irks me is like all the 60s stuff, all the, when the British bands came over, the British bands are just like white kids emulating black, black music bands. that was already from America. Well, and when they come back over, then, then they get praised for it. Think basically. about that one song. Chains, my baby's got me locked up in chains. Dun, yeah, dun, dun, I mean, the Beatles dun. did so, so many covers was, of like... What group uh, was that? Yeah, just you know, black that, girl groups. That was know? a black girl group. I don't yeah. remember the name of it, but that's what the Beatles, like, they covered that. They covered so many of the songs, and they got popular because uh, the Beatles did it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, it's, you know what it is? I, I think it could be timing. We could all agree that it may be a race thing, but. Exactly. No, like Elvis, too. Like yeah. they, they accepted when yeah. Elvis was doing Elvis, Elvis. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and he was singing his songs and doing his moves. But then when uh, like Black Dude was doing it, then it wasn't accepted then. Monica, can you say Elvis, Elvis again? Elvis, Elvis. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on Elvis. Did you hear the story about, um, uh, it was Dolly Parton where she came up with the song, I Will Always Love You, right? Remember that song? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whitney Houston made huge, famously, now mm-hmm. yeah. But it was um, Dolly Parton's song. And mm-hmm. I didn't know this until like five years ago. I was in LA and this girl you know, I was hanging out with and she had Dolly Parton records. And we were listening to Dolly Parton. And I heard I Will Always Love You by Dolly Parton, written by Dolly Parton. Yeah. And I was just like floored. I was like, this is yeah. so genuine and beautiful. Mm-hmm. Now, what I learned about that story was Elvis loved that song so much. She want his, not him, but his uh, management wanted to buy that song. But they also wanted to say written by Elvis. So no, like, no way. She had to give it up. She is in love with Elvis, obviously, as any girl at that time. Um, even any boy at that time. Shoot. Uh, shoot <laughs> shoot that pelvis oh. right <laughs> girl <laughs> not only girls have pelvis you know yeah, exactly. uh, but so she had a crossroad situation where should I sell this song that I love so much to Elvis that I love so much or do I keep it because it's my song and it's beautiful and she mm-hmm. decided to keep it like she declined Elvis to have copyright to that song. So she held it for such a long time. And then finally, Kevin Costner came around when they were making The Bodyguard. He was friends with yeah. Dolly, and he said, you know, I have this really 
beautiful, great singing lady that can, and I would like her to sing your song if it's okay. And she gave her permission and obviously became like one of the best songs, you know, in the 90s. And yeah, no. But That's so think cool. about that. Like, she declined Elvis. Mm-hmm. How cool is that? That's so cool. And did you know, another musical fact, did you know that Whitney Houston and uh, Dionne Warwick are cousins? Do you know Dionne Warwick? No. Who's he from? Ah, so she, Dionne Warwick is, uh, she's sing a lot of, uh, she's awesome. Uh, she sings so many of uh, Burt Bacharach. We're, we're both huge back, Burt Bacharach fans. She sings. Wait, who's that? So, uh, you know. <laughs> I think I need like an education. Are you kidding? No. I'm like, oh, do I have to explain? The moment I wake up before I put on my makeup. Such a good like, but I didn't realize that she uh, that she and Whitney Houston were cousins till not that long ago, actually. Actually, I didn't even realize until like two minutes ago. <laughs> no, I know, I like it's like it's amazing. I think we all have like fun facts about music, music or musicians, you know, which is a beautiful thing, and we share it. And it's lovely. I love it. Um, mm-hmm. I think you always learn through other musicians and, you know, people. So let me ask you this. If you guys had to write a song dedicated to me, what would you name it? You don't even have to write the song. Just the, just the title. Just the title. Cool guy. Cool guy. Cool guy. Jazz hands. <laughs> no. I've done this once. I've once written a song where I just wrote the title and then I continued with it through the title. Like, I yeah. can't get away from the title. No, ex- no, I feel like sometimes when you have the title and it's, like, stuck in your mind, and then you write this song that's, like, you can't lose the title then. That's, whoa, cheers. <laughs> that, was my, so that was my gong person again. I, I have this major, huge pop screen on my microphone right now. You do this every half hour. <laughs> every single you're, time. I think you're on a timer. You do this every half hour. <laughs> and ding. Look like our artists have been working for another half an hour. <laughs> yeah, that's better, Chad. Thanks. <laughs> well, I can't pull my like drink directly like from the table to my mouth. <laughs> to go via the pop screen. Thank you so much. By the way, I love that um, obviously this podcast is going to be an hour long. We have gone like an hour and a half, maybe longer. <laughs> but who's counting? Who's Chazans? counting? <laughs> <laughs> so I love, I love, I just love chatting with you guys. You guys are one of my favorite people in the world. And I couldn't Me be too. more uh, excited to have you guys as my first guests. Oh, you're so and, nice, and, uh, Walter. We're so happy to be on your like your I, show. I mean nothing, to be honest. This is just so show business. <laughs> um, uh, but <laughs> I will edit that part out. Actually, <laughs> any any uh, compliments to you guys? Oh, I will edit it out. Uh, I promise. Um, <laughs> but I I am going to say that I love you guys, and uh, I wish you guys best for 2021 i know you guys are gonna have um once you know we have the green light to music you guys are just blast and i will make sure that i catch another show and we all hang out and we keep creating more stories because the most beautiful thing about hanging out with really good people is that it's just fun yeah we love hanging out with you man yeah we can't wait to see you again we hope you Come this Wait, way. Chad, or... Why did you blink? 
<laughs> you have to moisturize your eyes. Keep your eyelids moisturized all no, the time. Your, your, your right eye is very dry. Is that right? <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Uh, but I love you guys so much. And uh, I just want to say thank you for being on my first podcast. And that's it. I'll see you guys later. Love you, too. Have right. a great Bye. night. Thank you so much. Yeah, Cheers. Take care, man. Yes. Well, there you have it, folks. The first episode all wrapped up. Uh, again, I'd like to thank Complicated Animals for being my first guest and also for the theme song that they've kindly let me use. Um, I owe them a lot of royalties. Uh, this podcast better make money because it's expensive. But you can check them out on Instagram and Facebook. Also, check out YouTube. Uh, they have a lovely cover of the Foo Fighters. Uh, it's a song called Times Like These. I'm sure you heard of it. And if you look at the video, you'll also notice the Brazilian artist Carla Caprali. You could check her out on Instagram as well at Carla with a K, A-R-L-A-C-A-P-R-A-L-I. She uses traditional animation technique, which is beautiful. And I really enjoyed watching the, the music video on YouTube. And again, guys, thank you so much for listening. This is it. And we'll see you next week.